the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Brought to you by eeleaders.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Leadership Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Williams, and we are in episode number 23. I'm gonna be talking about dealing with anxiety today. Anxiety, are you anxious? Do you have nervous thoughts? Have you dealt with stress? I'm sure you have, we all deal with it. This is such an important topic. It's something that needs to be said and brought up. And how do we as church leaders, not only minister to others um, that are going through anxiety, but what about us? There's so much pressure, there's so much responsibility, there's so much weight, just simply shepherding people, uh, caring for them, loving for them, praying for them, carrying this burden, um, and just having responsibility. Leadership is hard. It's one of those things I think a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, just the stress and the weight and the responsibility you have. Uh, think about it if you're a parent and if you've uh, ever had your first child, it is the most unreal thing. I remember when my wife, um, who shot out to her, she gave me this pink shirt that I'm wearing right now. Um, yes, that's right. That's one of the benefits of watching a video. You can see the outfits uh, and the stylish shirt. And so, yeah, man, real men wear pink. But anyways, I love my wife and she uh, and I had our first son. And it was crazy, he had a little complications. He was in ICU five days, different things like that. And so finally he was, praise the Lord, he was healed. Uh, we were able to take him home. And I was thinking about my, my, my um, in my, my head, I'm like, this is crazy. Like they just gave us a car seat and they just released us. And I had this child and they were monitoring him. They were helping us, all this different stuff for days. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, good luck, see you later. And we just sort of looked at each other like, oh boy. Uh, we're responsible for this human. This is crazy, right? And so as a parent, you sort of know that. As a dad, maybe, um, or a mom, you're you're responsible for financially uh, helping out and feeding these children or feeding, you know, yourself even, even if you're single. Like there's there's weight, there's pressure, there's responsibility to have a job, to, to um, especially ministry responsibility. You know, people expect that there's gonna be a message uh, on Sunday that a pastor's gonna speak. And so Sunday's always coming. Uh, or, you know, they're confessing their sin or they're you're having to make decisions and things like that. It's just crazy the stuff that we deal with. And, they're, and not just us as church leaders, but people in our congregation are going through. And so how do we deal with anxiety. Um, and so uh, I decided to do an interview with Pastor Will Torres. Will is uh, a great friend and this last year he did a year-long, him and his wife did a year-long church planning residency um, at Redemption Church Delray Beach. An amazing couple, loves Jesus, been called by God to plant a church and they're right now stepping out, uh, meeting on Sunday mornings, doing core um meetings with their uh, trying to build a core team sharing vision values and just how they want to reach people for Jesus. Uh, I love it because Redemption Church Delray Beach our mission is to pursue and to proclaim Jesus and before we uh, connected Will already decided he wanted to um, name his church Proclaim Church and so that just fit right along the vision of our church making disciples that saturate our world with the love of Jesus and you know building God's kingdom and exactly our mission how we want to proclaim Jesus and he's now an extension of our ministry that we were able to pour into him and now he's pouring into other people and making disciples right here locally. And the beautiful thing is he's only lives five miles away. The church will only be a few miles away and we bring relationship and just have a really cool relationship with him. Just a, a sweet, humble guy, um, but he's dealt with things. Uh, it's not always been easy. Um, he's gone through depression, panic attacks, uh, anxious thoughts, responsibility, and yet was able to serve the Lord. And so I thought as we've been talking about pastoral depression, uh, serving God uh, while um, struggling, um, just bringing up these issues that are real to church leaders, I thought it'd be really important to sort of process these things and have an interview. And so this is my interview uh, with Will Torres talking about anxiety. I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, I'm here with my friend Will Torres and mentee in the church planning world. Uh, just being able to talk to you today about anxiety. We're going to talk about dealing with anxiety. About but what? Anxiety. You didn't tell me we were going to be talking about this today. Oh man, are you nervous? I'm nervous, man. Oh jeez, we all deal with it. We all face it. Yes, we do. Uh, it's a part of life. And so um, 
I know just through relationship, you've dealt with it personally, not only counseling, but also in your own life. And so we're mm-hmm. going to discuss that. But before we do, uh, mentor yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself in ministry, how you serve the Lord, and um, mm. how God has connected us, and even just um, what you're up to right now in this season of life. All right, great. Well, um, Daniel, thank you for having me on your show over here today. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Again, my name is Will Torres. I'm church planting. I'm in the process of church planting, and we are planting Proclaim Church here in Boynton Beach, Florida. Um, you can check it out at www.proclaimfl.com. I totally um, taught you to plug that's right. like that. Plug that's it in. Good. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Learn from the best here, okay? Um, but uh, so I've been in ministry for the last, man, uh, wow, uh, about 16 years. Um, uh, was the associate pastor over at Calvary Chapel down in Coral Springs for the last uh, six years and about two years ago um, God called us out me and my wife um, to go ahead and uh, plant uh, proclaim church here in Boynton Beach Florida so um, we went ahead and uh, um, took the necessary steps uh, and uh, connected with you you yeah. know and we, we, we've known each other for a few years uh, through through the Calvary movement I've seen you at the at the uh, the conferences and, and whatnot and um, saw what you were doing, saw that you, you planted over here from Washington and wanted to go ahead and learn from you. So um, came and connected with you and did a, an internship there. We're about the tail end of that now. Uh, we're, we're looking to go ahead and launch in September, God willing. And um, just excited for what God's going to go ahead and do in Boynton Beach and just trying to trying to go ahead and be faithful to what he's called us to go ahead and do. Yeah. So You've done an awesome job. Just want to say that publicly oh, and on video. I appreciate that. I'll, uh, I'll pay you later for that. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and um, uh, you've definitely paid and sowed seed into our church. You've paid mm-hmm. enough just from your acts of faith and being able to serve to pour into you. And um, and you got your master's this last that's year. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. So the, the mentee became the master <laughs> of church planning. So now oh. I'm... I'm ready to learn from him. Uh, yeah. Explain that process a little bit. What, what was that like? Well, so, you know, what was real interesting was as we started the journey of um, of moving forward with the church plan, an opportunity opened up for me to go ahead and finish, to, to get my degree um, with over at Lancaster Bible College. You should check them out, lancasterlbc.edu. Great school. They have classes throughout the, uh, the nation. Basically, um, it worked out, hooked up with one of the uh, church planning one of the other church planning churches here in South Florida, Spanish River Church, yep. and they had a cohort that was meeting there on their campus. And it ended up um, uh, that the degree that they had, it was a Masters of Arts in Ministry, mm-hmm. and the concentration was on, guess what? Church planning. Church planning. Who would have thought that a church planner could find, in the process of, of church planning, could go ahead and find a degree that would focus on church planning. And a lot of the courses and a lot of what we learned was practical stuff that we that I was able to go ahead and turn around and take it out of the classroom and apply in our internship, you know, in a uh, uh, building and, and, and planning and st- strategizing for our church plant. It was well worth it. So yeah. we went ahead and finished up. Uh, I just graduated a week and a half ago. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was uh, awesome. excited, you know. And it was so good too to practically be able to pour into you uh, have the school and education books, the resources, the mm-hmm. accountability yep. in that, but then also you had the not only the academic but the the practical side Absolutely. of the internship to to set up, to tear down, to Absolutely. give some opportunity to preach, to to see the yeah. behind the scenes of e leaders and yeah, um, sure. ministry and people being baptized and mm-hmm. saved and just work uh, of a, a small church context of a fresh startup of a catalyst of church planning movement. And so, you know, that was one of the things that that was one of the reasons why I went ahead and wanted to go ahead and do an internship um, and connect. I mean, I had been already an associate pastor at an established church. So you know, throw me into a, an established framework. I'll be able to work within that. But to go ahead and take the steps of starting something from 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 scratch, you know, starting something brand new outside of obviously the call and being led by the Lord to go ahead and do that because you don't want to do that in your own strength. You want to make yeah. sure that you're called to go ahead and do that. But outside of that, taking the practical steps of learning what it's going to look like, learning what type of commitment is going to have to go ahead and be to set up every Friday and to get up early and, and, and to stay there extra late on Sundays after you've preached or after you've served to go ahead and break down, to see what it's like to go ahead and have when, when you're when you're doing small groups and, and you don't have a building and you have to go ahead and meet and and plan and, and and set up your schedule around 
other people's schedules, you know, to go ahead and meet yeah. with them, you know, different hours, working late, late nights, rather than having a building or whatnot. Man, this it sounds was, stressful. It was, it, <laughs> it's anxiety producing, right? No, but That's the right. reality is, is that that was one of the reasons why I wanted to go ahead and do an internship and why I hooked up with you was because I wanted to go ahead and see what that was like in the context and, 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 and learn from someone who was doing it and doing it well. So yeah. I appreciate you taking me underneath your wing, brother. Hey, you man. Know, I'm mm. ready to. I'm ready to fly. That's right. I'm ready to fly. We'll still be here encouraging you, man. <laughs> I appreciate but we're it. kicking you out. There you go. Uh, but the, a little bit more deeper of why we're talking about a lot of context, and maybe you're not a church planner, maybe uh, you're doing other things, but I think life uh, has stress points, and whatever we're dealing mm-hmm. with in ministry, whatever we're called to, it's not going to be easy. There's going to have to be faith. We're going to have to Absolutely. step out and work and have that apply in our life and so you've you've had this sort of stressful situation in serving the Lord and now you're in this venture of faith of oh my gosh are people going to show up what does it look like are people going to get saved how do I yeah, make disciples sure and that could bring stress and I think just acknowledging stress acknowledging anxiety is a part of it but um, personally for you with serving the Lord for so many years yeah. with all of the different places he's brought you through and serving and growing how have you dealt with um, anxiety personally well, you know, um, Daniel, we, we spoke about it before. I think um, my my journey and my walk in uh, dealing with anxiety, um, you know, is uh, it's not unique, but it definitely was eye opening for me. You know, uh, I was about we've been married for about twelve years now mm-hmm. to to my, to my beautiful wife, Kristen. Yeah, so um, married for twelve years. Um, and uh, about six months after we got married, and I, I was already in ministry prior to us getting married, right? I was, in, I was, in, I was a youth pastor yeah. at Calvary Chapel in Coral Springs be- before I got ordained. Um, we got married. Um, we went ahead and brought a house. Within a period of like six months, you know, we did like the victory. I started the, I started a brand new job um, as a manager at working for um, a nonprofit organization. Got married. You know, mm-hmm. um, and we went ahead and brought a house. Yeah. So they, they say you should do one. That's one of the three of the big five, right? Um, and I did those all within six months. What are the um, other two? Um, I don't know what the other two are. I think um, I think <laughs> you it, don't want to experience. I, them too. I, I think it's moving. You know, out of yep. state or, or, uh-huh. or moving, and um, I think oh, I think having a, having a baby. Yeah, having a child, right? Okay. Um, which is huge. Uh, um, a, a, a huge. Um, uh, you know, paradigm shift in, in your life. So we had three of those within six months. Six months after I got married, um, and after uh, you know, six months after I got married, I started to go ahead and have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Never had a panic attack in my life. Didn't know what the heck was going on. I thought I was dying. Right. Yeah. I'm sitting at my house, you know, and um, I'm, I'm watching TV, and you know, um, you know, start feeling weird. You know. Uh, I go to the restroom, I come out, you know, and I felt like, you know, things were moving in slow motion. Something was off, you yeah. know, and I went to the hospital and um, they, they, they said there was an anxiety attack. Well, for me, growing up in ministry, anxiety was, hey, listen, anxiety, you don't, you don't trust in the Lord, you know, or, you know, where's your faith, right? You know, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you know, so um, for me, as I started to go ahead, it wasn't just one panic attack. That panic attack actually opened up the door. It was as if Pandora's box opened up on me. Hmm. And I started to experience having panic attacks, multiple panic attacks, um, over the next six six months. Wow. You know, where it, it just got debilitating. I mean, I was having... And they were nocturnal panic attacks. So it wasn't like I was in the middle of my day having a panic, a panic attack at work or in ministry. I would lay down, put my head in the pillow, and boom, it would start. Right, wow. uh, my mind, my, my mind will start racing. My heart will start, will start pumping. Um, you know, I felt like, and, and with, with an anxiety attack. For those of you who don't know, um, and usually you don't understand it unless you've actually gone through it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you hear someone say, "But you're fine. Everything's okay." They tell you, "I feel like I'm gonna die. I feel like you know something's gonna happen to me, or we're, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm, you know, so, something. You know, you, you feel like this impending, this feeling of impending doom." And that's exactly what it was for me. You know, yeah. I, I felt like I was going to go ahead and die. I felt like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. You know, am I going to have a heart attack? You know, am I, am I going to stroke out? And um, I dealt with that for about six months. And for those six months, the first six months that I started having panic attacks, um, again, 
coming from the, the church tradition that I come from, you know, oh, you know, you need more faith. You got to go ahead and pray. Uh, you know, is there sin in your life? You know, you got to confess sin. You know, I mean, it, that, that's why you're not, you're not trusting in God if you have anxiety. And the reality is, is I think what's important, and I hope that people can go ahead and, and understand um, from this talk today, um, as ministers, we deal with anxiety and there is anxiety that you deal with. I mean, you're going to go ahead and deal with those moments where you feel you're out of control, where things become too overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, where you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't take this. You know, the pressure's too much. Yes, th- that's anxiety that you can go ahead and bring to the Lord and you can go ahead and apply scripture to and, and, and understand, hey, listen, if I cast all my cares upon the Lord, you know, he'll, 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 he'll save me. He'll, he'll take care of me, right? His peace, yeah. he'll give me the peace that passes all understanding. But the reality is, is there's also um, the mental health issue of anxiety, where um, it's a it's a it's a mental health issue. It's a psychological disorder, you know. And that's what I was dealing with. And and the reason why I say that is because for those six months, you know, up until I decided to go ahead and go to a doctor uh, to help to help deal with this uh, and, and see a a counselor, um, for those six months, I fasted. Yeah. I prayed. Still serving you know, the Lord. I, I confessed sins that I, I wasn't even committing, you know, to make sure that <laughs> to make sure that my, my slate was clean, Lord. You're not healing me. I want to make sure there's nothing hindering your healing from, from, from happening. And the the reality is is um, it wasn't about my lack of faith. It wasn't about my lack of relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, too many times within the church, and I was guilty of it before as well, you know, when people would come to me with with, with, with these types of issues, you know, trusting the Lord more, you know, or or sometimes we go ahead and we write people off and we just give them a scripture verse. Oh, they say, you know, you know, you know, Proverbs three five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. He'll make He'll make your path straight. Or or, yeah. or, or, or we tell them, hey, you know, uh, uh, bring all your anxious thoughts. You know, Philippians, right? Bring all your uh, 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 bring all your anxious thoughts to the Lord through prayer and supplication, and and, and then the peace of God will guard your, your your mind and your heart, right? In Christ Jesus. Yeah. Um, so don't quote me on that. Yeah. But you know, so um, basically, your your background had a, a, a way of basically overemphasizing the spiritual and neglecting the physical. Yes, so, because we know that the Bible says that we are both spiritual and physical absolutely. beings, and so I do agree. Sometimes we have anxiety, we have stress, we have these points that are actually good for us because it brings um, us to God. It brings us to, yeah, God, it takes and, us to God, and and sometimes you know when we're sinning, we're going to reap what we sow. Yeah, and there's going to be consequences. Yep. But sure. there's also we live in a fallen, broken world, absolutely. and there's a physical side of anxiety, mm-hmm. of stress, of mental sure. health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's important. So, what, where did you move on from there? So, basically, it just got to the point where, as I, it, where it, it got so bad that I would get home from work, mm-hmm. um, and I would, you know, me, me and my wife had a condo, and we had this little TV room, and I would go into the TV room, all the lights shut off, and I would lay on the couch in total darkness. Because I was afraid that anything that I would go ahead and do would go ahead and cause or bring or or or, or a trigger this this anxiety or this this hmm. panic attack. So, so it was really it was really it was debilitating. Yeah. It, 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 I got into a depression um, because of it because you know I, I felt no hope and I felt like there was no way out. I mean I was praying I was doing all the stuff that growing up in church I was taught to go ahead and do right you know I was preaching to myself I was. Quoting scripture, you know, and, and go, and it wouldn't go away, you yeah. know. It, 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 and and there will be times that I'd be in the middle of my panic attack, try to try to go ahead and quote scripture and say, "No, the Lord says," and and it would the panic attack will come on even harder. I'm like, "What's up with this, man?" So, um, lo and behold, it, it got me to the point where I I had to go ahead and believe, and and this is this is this is my journey where it took more faith for me to trust that God was going to go ahead and through his common grace, right? Mm-hmm. You know, through, through doctors, through medicine, through um, a, a, a psychiatrist, a, my, my, my physician, through a, 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 a mental health counselor. Um, it took more faith for me to believe that God was going to put me in front of the right doctor, put me in front of the right uh, mental health counselor, put me in front, uh, 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 possibly get on the right medication to help me um, uh, deal with this anxiety that I was dealing with because obviously I had been praying and I had been fasting and he wasn't taking it away from me, right? You know, but thank God we live in a time where there is common grace and there are these graces of, of modern day medicine and yeah. and 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 there there are psychological practices, you know, um, you know, which again a lot of times the church is even against 
going to a psychologist, right? You know, um, uh, find a good Christian psychologist. You know, I, I would encourage you, but um, uh, definitely, I, I don't believe that there's anything wrong with that. It's important to go ahead and and, and deal with whatever those deep, if there are any deep seated or deep rooted issues that are causing it, to try to unpack that and try to figure out what that was. Okay. You know, um, so um, that's what we did. We went ahead and and uh, found found a good doctor. I got on medication, um, and that was. It was a help. You know, a lot of people think about medication um, when they think about mental health and they think, oh, you know, it's going to numb me out or this is going to be a happy pill and, oh, the birds are going to be singing and the sky is going to open. I want to be the first to tell you it doesn't work that way, okay? I'm sorry. It doesn't uh, work that way. What it does do, though, is it helps with alleviating and it it takes about three to four weeks before it starts to kick in, but um, it did help with stopping the, the panic attacks. Yeah. And um, and I thank God. I thank God that 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 we were able to go that route because it was it was horrible. It, yeah. it, it, was, it was a real dark place that I got to, you know, and, and I'm and I'm glad that I was going to a church at the time that was very supportive. Mm. You know, my pastor was supportive, you know, um uh you know I, I, I didn't go ahead and lose my my place in ministry. I wasn't yeah. asked to go ahead and sit down or anything like that. Like I've heard some horror stories that uh, um, and, and this is why I wanted to go ahead and talk about this and, and why we we've talked about doing this interview is because a lot of times pastors um, and uh, uh, ministers um, are afraid to, to talk about this. They're afraid to yeah. go ahead and even mention that they're seeing a counselor or that or that maybe they're on medication because they they're afraid of they might they might lose their job or or they're afraid of what they may be look look like or or, or how people will perceive them. Uh-huh. And the reality is is listen, this has opened up for me a door to minister where I have not been able to minister before. You know, mm. where now um, people come to me with these issues and I'm able to go ahead and talk from experience of how God saw me through, how God didn't didn't heal me, didn't heal me uh, miraculously, but He used common grace, doctors, medicine to get me to a place where you know what now I'm better, you know, and yeah. and, and that, that, that that's really that really speaks to people, and, and, and it drops the uh, the walls that people have when they talk about these uh, these mental health issues because it, it, it's a huge issue. I mean, we we see it today. I mean, I mean, a month ago, two months ago, we hear about pastors. You know, uh, taking their own lives because they're not dealing with whatever issues they, they they're having, and because and it could, yeah. and I, I'm not I'm not saying that that was my issue or that the issue of the reason why they took their life was anxiety or was depression or what have you. But if the space was open for for pastors, for ministers to be able to talk about these things and there not be a stigma attached to it, um, it would go ahead and save some people's lives and, and yeah. their ministries, you know? Uh, explain to to the viewers, because um, we're just journeying down your story. I need yeah, to make yeah. sure, like, especially when we talk about mental health issues and medicine and everyone's different and we're not giving you any counsel or advice or saying right. you should do this or the that. The disclaimer is, yeah. <laughs> please, speak to, please speak to your doctor or That's senior right. counselor or make sure you speak to your licensed um, mental health counselor. But I, I think it is important at least just to open up the topic. Absolutely. To to have to share testimony, to share experience. Can you explain to them as a church, as you just came on this last year interning, what we did to sort of uh, our approach at Redemption Church and explain how as, as a church did an outreach to make awareness. I'm speaking of more of like the God and anxiety event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The God sure. and depression. You know, absolutely. Um, I explain think... to them what you saw when a church acknowledges this problem and the benefits of that. Yeah. So um, what we've done over the last year, um, my wife my wife is also a mental health, uh, licensed mental health counselor here in Florida. She has her own practice. Um, it's called Hope Christian Counseling. You can go ahead and check out their website as well. Um, but nonetheless... Um, uh, uh, what we did was we, we went ahead and used the platform of depression, of anxiety, uh, and we had uh, uh, two outreaches for the community where the church was able to go ahead and get a professional like Kristen, mm-hmm. like my wife, to go ahead and come and speak about these issues that everyone is, it, 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 that, every, that, that many people deal with, but are unwilling to go ahead and come to a safe space to talk about. You know, so we created this 
this this great evening, like a God a Garden Depression event. We we did it downtown Delray, uh, rented out um, the old schoolhouse. Had a had um, uh, uh, RSVP. Had about fifty people show up to the first one uh, where we talked about depression, and we had two people share their depression, their, their stories about depression, mm-hmm. and then Kristen was able to go ahead and give a Christian uh, a, a, a Christian framework on on how to deal with depression. You know, um, from from a biblical and a psychological point of view. Yeah. Um, what this has done is it, it opens up the conversation where people feel safe and they feel free to go ahead and talk about their their depression. You, you you'd be amazed how many people will go ahead and come up to you. People within our within even our own fellowship who may not have felt safe to go ahead and talk about them dealing with depression or them dealing with anxiety yep. because they were afraid that they were going to go ahead and be stigmatized or, or that or, or that it wasn't that big of a deal and realizing hey listen these are these are issues that everyone deals with yeah. you know and that we need to go ahead and be here for one another and walk through the journey with each other um to 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 help right um and, and god's called us to go ahead hey it says it in james right if we confess our sins not that and please don't take this as anxiety or depression being sin but the principle behind it goes don't hold in any secrets about what you're going through confess whatever it is that you're going through so that that way you can be prayed for and you can go ahead and receive the healing that god has for you i think there's power when we're able to go ahead and talk freely about the issues that we're dealing with um whether they be mental health issues whether they be sin issues whatever the case may be um, that we're able to go ahead and create that space where we can go ahead and talk about that freely so that that way we can be prayed for and that way the Holy Spirit can go ahead and work and we can and and we can be healed by the Holy Spirit you know because I think it, the Lord the Lord works through not only divine healing you know uh, vertically but I think the Lord deals with deals with healing uh, uh, horizontally walking with someone and carrying one another's burdens yeah. right we got to be there for one another we have to go ahead and help each other when we're down and and when someone's going through anxiety or when someone's going through depression or or, or, or an issue of, of that sort it's important to have people around them who are going to support them who are going to love them who are going to be there with them while they go through that journey that was important for me I, I, I'm glad I, I was at the church that I was at when I was going through this where I was able to go ahead and talk to my pastor about it you know yeah and he was he was open he was like listen man you do whatever you whatever you need to go ahead and do well we support you 100 you know um I, I took a little bit of i took a little bit of time off but it wasn't like i was taking time off and, and relinquishing or, or or stepping down from ministry he gave me the time that i needed to go ahead and get mm-hmm. myself in in a better place um he walked he walked with me through it and right? he was there for me you know and I, I thank god for for him and, and for that so Creating the space in what we've been doing over the last year of, of these um, of these events as community outreach, because again, a lot of people out there are dealing with depression. A lot of people yeah. out there are dealing with anxiety, and they don't know that they don't know number one that they can go ahead and get help for it. Number two, they don't know that the church is a place where they can go ahead and get help for it. Right? That's right. You know, a, a lot of times, again, uh, the the church, um, and again, not all churches. I don't want to go ahead and. And, and do a broad swipe but a lot of times the church has not been the the most friendliest place for people to come with these types of issues to go ahead and get help mm-hmm. you know but if we can go ahead and create a space where people can feel hey i can go to the church and talk about these issues and get the help that i need or, or be pointed to a professional who has a christian background who or 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 or, or, or who, who who has a christian practice you know um uh, to help me walk this walk walk me through this with with my faith as well it's so key it's so important yeah because especially when we talk about mental health um we're spiritual and physical beings Mm -hmm. and most of the world um it's not a physical thing sometimes it's a spiritual thing but they don't have help they don't know the hope that they have uh, and the forgiveness Mm -hmm. uh, in jesus and so even at these events you know being able to be a pastor to emcee it to have people in my own congregation open up and share as an outreach, and then at the end, giving the gospel presentation, Amen. that's right. People seeing respond, yep. um, and so we don't want to neglect either or. Christians have anxiety. Non-Christians have anxiety. That's right. uh, grace uh, is for us all. There's common grace. There's problems. We all suffer with different things, and it's it, it's important to be able to help one another and to let people know. But there is hope in Jesus. Amen. Um, we can pray for one another. We can see miracles yep. happen. Absolutely. Um, we can counsel. Godly counsel helps situations many Absolutely, times. Yeah. And so 
it's not a, um, oh, you're dealing with anxiety. It's this answer. Sometimes we have to look at the situation. We have to walk with people. Mm -hmm. And it could be over here for you and over there for someone else. Absolutely. Um, and just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit to be able to help and love people through that. Yeah. And so I'm wondering in your own, again, your personal experience, because we're, we're trying to open up this light that you could still be used by God and have anxiety and go through depression and and not have everything perfect in a sense. Absolutely. What, sure. what were some, some practical things that really helped you uh, in this process to be able to heal, to be able to cope and deal with your anxiety as you kept on serving the Lord? Yeah, so what was helpful for me in a practical sense, again, um, I went ahead and uh, was praying, was fasting, was 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 seeking the Lord, mm -hmm. um, and that didn't bring me any help. You yeah. know, so um, like I like I said before, it took me it took more faith for me to believe that God was going to put the right doctor, right um, a mental health person, and and get me on the right medication to go ahead and help with this. And medication helped for yeah. me. For some people, it doesn't help. So some people get on it, and it doesn't help them, or it makes them feel a certain way, or what have you. And that's okay. You know, I, um, uh, I'm I'm not over here. I'm not the medication poster boy. You know, I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying everyone should be on medication. The world is great. No, you know, the reality is, is this is one of the common graces that God has given us. You know, and thank God He has. I thank God I'm dealing with this today in 2000 or was dealing with it today in 2007, 2006, rather than dealing with it back in the 1800s or in the early 1900s. I probably would have been but would have been put in in the same asylum or or, or put somewhere, <laughs> you know, for, for you know, who knows what would have happened to me, right? Thank God, you know, it, it, it's happening today. And um and thank God he has given us these common graces um, to go ahead and deal with it. So uh, medication was a huge help. Um, uh, exercise was a huge help for me, making sure that I was working out, getting getting stress out. Because now that I was having panic attacks, and now that I was having, and, and I was prone to anxiety, um, if I wasn't taking care and watching out for my stress level, mm -hmm. you know, so exercising was key, making sure that I was taking time out to and setting in those Sabbath rhythms and those Sabbath times to go ahead and take time off to disconnect from everything. Uh, that was one of the main things that me and my wife. Uh, uh, did once this started happening was I was I was um, uh, burning the candle on both ends. You yeah. know, I was working full time, almost doing ministry full time. I mean, I was at the church almost four or five nights a week. I was at church on the weekends, working a full time job. I wasn't I wasn't even working full time at the church yet, and um, and I had to go ahead and cut a lot of that back and and, and create those Sabbath rhythms um, of just. Spending time going to the beach, of uh, just disconnecting and, and going, you know, going on the weekend to the to Naples with my wife and just relaxing. I, I didn't know yeah. what that was, um, so that helped out a lot. Um, watching my diet, you know, uh, watching what I ate, because again, now that I'm now that I have anxiety and that that box, that Pandora's box opened up, right? I'm prone to it. Uh, certain foods were triggered, so I had to go ahead and cut out caffeine. I used to drink coffee all the time. I would my my big drink was uh, peach iced tea. You know, wherever I would drink, I'll have three things of, of peach iced tea, right? Um, and the caffeine would go ahead and amp me up. Well, I had mm. to go ahead and cut that out, right? So now all I drink is decaf, right? So decaf is good. Um, and uh, you know, I, I drink water. I don't drink many sugary drinks. You know, so I'm I'm very mindful of of um, of the things that cause. Uh, and trigger, you know, and, and try to avoid that, you know. Again, being on medication, does it mean that you're not going to have a panic attack? Or you, no, it doesn't mean that, but it does help when, if and when it does happen, um, along with all those other things, um, yeah. uh, it, it does help, you know, so. Now, practically, as you're going through this journey, uh, there's also things that weren't helpful, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, drinking a Venti black coffee, <laughs> probably not, probably not helpful. Venti caramel macchiato. Oh man, those are the best. <laughs> probably not the best, right? So we, we we know that the things are helpful physical. But yes. What, what about what are some things that you had to deal with that wasn't very helpful? Maybe relational, relationally wise, like through people, are there things that just wasn't really helpful for you in this process? Well, I think that um, uh, one of the things that uh, really was not helpful, you know, and um, this is an advice for for you. If you know someone um, who is dealing with depression, anxiety, or any type of mental health issue, is don't shrug it off. You know, mm -hmm. create the space for them to go ahead and talk about it, and 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 um, practice empathy with them. 
you know, uh, um, the the Bible talks about us uh, uh, thinking of others better than, than what we think of ourselves, right? And, and carrying one another's burdens. Um, I think uh, what wasn't helpful was for people who, oh, I'll pray for you, or, you know, oh, but the, the Bible says this, just, just keep on, you know. So that really wasn't helpful because it showed that they either didn't care, you know, or they... Or, or, or their mindset was one where they didn't want to take the time to understand what I was really going through and just wanted to want to just wanted to 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 uh, Bible verse me, yeah. you know, which is what which is what a lot of times we do. I was guilty of it as well. You know, oh, trust in the Lord, not only on your own understanding or, you know, hey, bring all your anxieties to the Lord. Right. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Right. And we believe those verses and those verses yeah. are true. But the reality is, is. Jesus walked with his disciples for three and a half years, man. Um, he had dinners with them. He spent time with them. He didn't leave them on, on the fringes, you know, when, when they had their questions. He answered their questions. He was mm-hmm. there with them. God's called us to walk with one another in that. So um, that was uh, uh, unhelpful, you know, for me. Finding the, the good thing is that I didn't experience much of that. I did experience a lot of the opposite of, of people who actually cared for me and, and, and who... Um, who uh, were, were there for me and, and and were able to go ahead and encourage me and, and to pray with me, um, you know, through through it, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And so as as a church leader, what are some practical things you learned walking through this? So you alluded to some like now you have more empathy with others. Mm-hmm. Um, you've dealt with it firsthand. It opens yeah. up doors for ministry. But what are some things that... You know, you, we believe God's sovereign. He allowed this to happen. Absolutely. And um, he's, Absolutely. he's God that's good, that redeems Amen. Uh, our brokenness and even our mm-hmm. physical body. And so yep. um, you kept, you were faithful. You kept on serving the Lord as you have seen God deliver you from this. And you've had victories and still you still deal with this even sure. today. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what are some things as, as just a servant of God that you've learned from this? Um, I've learned that, uh, I think the biggest thing that I've learned through this whole process is um, what Jesus said that we're going to go ahead and still have troubles Yeah. in this life, uh-huh. you know, it's so true. And I think that a lot of times uh, the misconception is, and, and unfortunately a lot, a, a lot of uh, times what you hear out there in the, in the Facebook, uh, uh, a little snippet or, or what have you of, Hey, you know what? Uh, your life is going to be great and, you know, uh, come to Jesus and everything will be fine. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think when you start to go ahead and deal with real life issues, when you start to deal with with, with, um, with disease or sickness or death or um, a chronic illness, um, you know, when, when, when stuff that wasn't planned for, you start to realize that, that yes, life is going to go ahead and be hard, you know. But Jesus said, hey, don't fear because he's overcome the world. He's overcome, you know. And one of the biggest things for me was, as as I was going through this, was, um, you know, I'd be asking, Lord, why am I, why do I have to go ahead? And I I tell you right now, I hate, and I say I hate, I don't don't use those words lightly. I hate that I have to deal with this, you know. I don't like that I have anxiety because it shows, because for me it's a connotation of weakness. But the reality is, is in spite of my weakness, God still has chosen to go ahead and use me because he hasn't taken away my calling. He hasn't taken away my responsibility in ministry. Um, you know, it, it, it really has um, uh, brought me to a dependence on God, you know, um, and, and really trusting in him, knowing, hey, God, you know, you brought me through this. You brought me into this. So you're going to bring me through this, yeah. you know. So I think that is um that is one of the things that um, that, that, that really um, uh, helps me helps me get through understanding that you know this life is not going to be perfect. This life is not gonna gonna be a bed of roses. That we're gonna go ahead and deal with issues. That we're gonna go ahead and deal with problems. It's gonna be persecution on a personal or on a on on, 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 on in a congregational level. We're gonna go ahead and deal with those things, but that we don't have to fear because um, because Christ has already overcome the world. Uh, one of the things that uh, one of the things that that I remember in going through it um, uh, is is the fact that we can't expect we serve a God who called His own Son to go ahead and die on the cross, right? Yeah. To go through everything that He went through, right? Uh, being beat up, being persecuted, being you know crowned with thorns, you know, whipped, beaten, all this stuff, and 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 He died for for 
So why would why would we not think that that we would not go ahead and have to deal with some sort of issues or or some sort of problems in our own lives as if as if to say that oh because Jesus went through that we're not going to go through that no quite the contrary because Jesus went through that we, we should, should expect, expect to yeah. go through that you know but even if we go through that he's made us more than overcomers through him right mm-hmm. um, and um, and the other thing too is it it gave me a healthy longing for for heaven man. It yeah. gives me a healthy longing for eternity because the reality is, is we're not in heaven. And unfortunately, some, many times we try to live and make our own little heavens here on earth right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Our, our, our 50 inch flat screens, you know, AC house, you no know, slamming pool, whatever it is, whatever your, whatever your idol is right down here. right? We, we try to go ahead and cultivate that down here on earth now. And the reality is this is not heaven. Yeah. We're not there yet. And one day, yes, the Lord is going to heal me. I'm not going to have to deal with anxiety anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to go ahead and have to deal with any depression. I'm not going to have to deal with any issues that I'm dealing with. One day on that side of eternity, we're going to be able to go ahead and live the life that we were meant to live here, you yeah. know, um, uh, and, um, and and be healed in that and, and, and to be with Jesus, right, and, and to be in perfection. We're not there yet. And yeah. we, need to, we need to remember that it gives me a healthy longing of, hey, I can't wait to get to heaven. I can't wait to go ahead and be there. I can't wait to go ahead and um, and not have to deal with this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but more important, I can't wait to be with Jesus, man. I mean, I can't wait to go ahead and, and yeah. just and just chill with him and say, hey, you know, tell me about what it was like growing up, right? You know, or whatnot, you know. So and, and the beautiful thing about that is, is uh, I mean, Peter says, do not count as a fiery trial or surprise. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going through these fiery trials, right? Yeah. Uh, every book of the New Testament, almost every book, deals with suffering, mm-hmm. persecution, pain. Yep. Jesus, you know, Jesus even promised that to his disciples. Yeah. And so we should expect it. But here's the beautiful thing about Jesus: we have hope, because mm-hmm. three days later he rose again. He rose again. And That's the pattern right. is always suffering and then glory. Yeah. The resurrection only happens if you have death. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, if you want to sure. find your life, then you got to lose it. it. Mm-hmm. Just as a seed goes in the ground and dies, it brings forth a lot of fruit and, mm-hmm. and bears life. And so if you want to live for your own life and do your own thing and, 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 and sort of shy away from this issue, mm-hmm. um, you're going you're gonna to lose your life. Yeah. Uh, the ways of the kingdom are, are totally different than yep. the world. And, and this is why the Bible exhorts us to keep our mind on things above, on earth, not yep. on these earthly things. Because our citizenship is in heaven. Absolutely. And as we suffer here, we, we serve a God who's alive. Yep. Uh, we have a living hope. Amen. And so... What encouragement do you have for those church leaders, pastors, ministry people that are just serving the Lord, that are dealing with anxiety like you, that maybe you just want to pour into them and just just give them a a word of encouragement um, as they go through this anxiety and distress and suffering um, that we all go through? Hey, I just want to go ahead and tell you, you're not alone, man. Um, This is not something um, that's uncommon. You know, I think uh, especially when you're in ministry, um, you know, it, it's stressful. You know, people don't don't understand the the amount of, of pressure and stress that you are under, mm-hmm. um, and whether it's just situational anxiety or whether it's a mental health issue. Um, you know, you need to go ahead and do what you need to do to take care of that. Uh, make sure you're taking time out for yourself to go ahead and follow up with your doctor or or to see a counselor or to make sure that you're you're praying with someone or, or, or do you have someone to go ahead and talk to? Yeah. You know, do you, you have a mentor or you have that that fellowship group where you're able to go ahead and discuss and talk about these things um, because uh, you can't you you weren't you weren't called to go ahead and walk this alone. You know, you you're called to, to, to walk this out to walk. We were called to walk out this life in in community. Mm-hmm. And that's not just for those who are who, who are in our flocks. That's also for the pastors as well. That's also for the ministers as well. We're called to walk this out in community. So I encourage you, um, you know, to to go ahead and take care of that. Get get the help that you need. You know, um, don't don't feel that there's a, a a negative connotation, a stigma to it because you know what? That's just the lie from the enemy. The enemy wants to keep you isolated and by yourself and 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 thinking that you're the only one who's dealing with this and that yeah. if if you bring this out to the open everyone's going to think that you're dealing with a sin issue or maybe that you have a problem or maybe that ministry wasn't the right call for you you know that's a life in the pit of hell god's called you and even and 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 and, and it even makes you more qualified because you're even more broken right <laughs> that's what i say all the time hey listen i know that that that, that i'm called to do what i'm called to do um and and that God is going to go ahead and use me because 
it's not me, it's him. Because I know in my own strength and my own brokenness, I wouldn't be able to go ahead and deal with, with, yeah. with, with half the stuff that I, that I go through right now and starting a church or, or what have you. Um, uh, that God is going to go ahead and use the weak things, the base things of this world. Um, to go ahead and, and and show his glory. So don't don't yeah. feel like oh you know what that um, I'm gonna be rejected. Um, you know, and, and if there are people who reject you, then you know what, move forward. You know, you and Christ are a majority. Give me a call. Look up my website, and I'm I'm here for you. Give you know, and that that that's been one of the biggest things for me is that it's opened up the door to be able to minister to other people who who I would have never thought. We're dealing with this problem, yeah. but because they mentioned us, I had the same thing, and it just opens up the door. So don't yeah. feel like you're alone because you're not. You well, what, what about the encouragement you have for us as church leaders that maybe have, have dealt with it? We are going through it, or mm-hmm. we, we're in a high, we're doing well, right? Sure, sure. But we're walking with people that are going through anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Because oftentimes we, we bear each other's burdens, and mm-hmm. so either we're going to go through it or people we know are going through it. Yes. What encouragement do you have for us that are walking with those that are dealing with anxiety, stress, depression, these type of issues. Just, just love on them, man. Be with them, you know. Um, practice the, the ministry of being with, you know. Um, a lot of times, it's not about trying to fix their problem. I think that a lot of times, we as ministers or we as yeah. as fellow believers, we try to fix the issue, and a lot of times. We're not going to be able to fix that issue, whether it's a, a a practical anxiety or something that you're dealing with practically that is too much stress, or it's situational, or whether it's a mental health issue. God's called us to walk, uh, to walk with somebody through whatever it is they're dealing with. So you know, my encouragement is for you to walk through them. Don't try to just one off it. Try to fix the issue. Be there for them. You know, um, uh, be the body of Christ for them. Um, don't don't let them walk this alone. And, and follow up and follow through. You know, don't let it just be a one. Even if you go ahead and talk with someone and you have that great conversation with them, like, man, that was good. I was glad I was there. You know what? Call them up in a few days. Call them up a week later. Follow up with them uh, yeah. to make sure that they're doing well. Because a lot of times people just have that one time, one time conversation, and that person still left there struggling all by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, be there with them, encourage them. You know, um, to 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 go ahead and look out and to get the help that they need. Right, uh, encourage them to 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 do whatever they have to go ahead and do to to get themselves in a place in a space that is better for themselves. Whether that be you know prayer, whether that be, you know, a spiritual disciplines or practices, whether that be going to a, a, a psychiatrist or a doctor to get medication, or whether that be, you know, a, a, a professional mental health counselor, what, whatever lane they decide to go ahead and go through, or whatever lane God decides to go ahead and use, because he's sovereign, he's the one controlling this all, right? Yeah. So um, understanding that that um, that God is is the one who's in control. Encourage them to follow through with that and, and being there with them. I think that's the that's the to let them know, to let them know that, that they're not alone. Yeah, you know that they're not alone. You know yeah. that, that that you know this is a space where we're all broken and 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 we're all needy needy people. You know, um, and we need the Lord. We, we we need the Lord to come in and and, and to heal us. You know, uh, to to be that to be that for someone is it's huge. And that's what I would encourage you. And, and as leaders, don't as pastors and leaders, don't don't try to try to create space for this the way you have. You know, with with these with these uh, uh, talks and, and and these community outreaches, create a space where people can go ahead and talk about these issues and feel that they are that they have a safe place to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, I think that's so huge. Yeah, and part of that space even is right now talking yep. about it. And uh, man, will we appreciate your transparency, your honesty. Um, just being able to share your story, yeah, your yeah, experience, <laughs> and um, like Will said, reach out to us, to people that are in your life. Um, but man, we want to walk with people going through this. We want to deal with anxiety Absolutely. well. Yep. And with Jesus, we can have hope. We can deal mm-hmm. with things well. And so know that we're praying for you. I know that Amen. this is a sensitive subject. It's maybe a little longer interview than usual, but I think it's so important, so valuable. I'm a little just, long-winded too, so sorry. Yeah, he's, it's a, <laughs> he's a true preacher. He is a true preacher. Uh, but it's good. It's good to talk about it, to be open, Amen. to do these type of things. Um, and really... Um, just to see Jesus through it all. He yeah. never leaves us nor forsakes us. He's with you. And so we're just praying that you find Amen. your hope in Him. And so God bless you. Know that we're praying for you. And Will, again, thanks so much for no talking Thank about you for the opportunity, man. Yeah, this subject. It. God bless you guys. Well, like I said in the beginning of this uh, episode, man, I just, it's a joy to know Will, to serve 
God with him. Uh, super excited for the work that God is going to do in and through him in Boynton Beach, Florida with that church plant. Uh, be praying for him in that ministry. Uh, this episode has been a little bit longer. I wanted the interview to be a little longer to sort of just, uh, like he said, one of the helpful things for him was just to bring it up, to acknowledge him. So that's what I've tried to do these last few episodes. You may want to go back to episode 21, John Panico sharing on, um, you know, just serving through uh, while you're struggling. Uh, Pastor Ben Corson, in the next episode, 22, was about pastoral depression. Uh, you know, pastors deal with depression, and these things are real. Uh, and then also this interview hopefully was a help. Just to bring it up, just to let you know that you were not alone. Uh, I understand that you're a church leader, and there it's not wise to share all your struggles with the congregation or um, everyone, but you need to have a, a close-knit of community. People in your life, like your wife, that could pray for you, talk with you, your spouse, um, or, or a group of guys or a group of ladies that are in your life. Um, whatever it may be, um, just people and community to talk and address these things. Uh, we don't want to be hypocrites, meaning putting on a mask. We want to be leading with integrity of who we are. And if you struggle, man, praise God. In your weakness, He is strong. His grace is sufficient for you. And you can go to God with that. There is nothing too hard for God. He loves you unconditionally. And He wants to work in you and through you. And so I pray that these episodes have been hopeful for you. Uh, I don't know if I've said it, but there's no one piece of advice because we're running a little long. But I just think that it's very important to talk about these things. Um, and we'll just continue to uh, address amazing topics that I hear from you. Uh, if you want um, to help me plan season three of the Leadership Lessons podcast, shoot me a, an email um, at eeleaders. Uh, Daniel at eeleaders.com or go on uh, Instagram. You can ha handle us. The handle is eeleaders. Uh, you know, message me. Let me know, hey, I'd like to hear about this or that. I'm already starting to plan and do some interviews and, and uh, map out season three, and it's just going to be amazing. Some new guests. Uh, different people from, again, all over the nation, uh, friends that I've been blessed with. And I've just been so honored to have uh, people in my life to be able to pour into me to talk, as we talk about these things and wrestle with these things, also pour in to you. And so I hope that this was a help. We have one more episode, one more episode until this uh, season is to a close. The season finale, I've saved the best for last. I have my dad, Pastor Joe Williams, uh, on season um the end of this season, episode 24, um, talking about prayer and ministry. And I thought that would be an appropriate thing as we've talked about um, just this last few seasons about struggling and, and depression and, and dealing with anxiety. Man, shouldn't we just talk about prayer, bringing all these things into the Lord, closing it out strong uh, with the living legend, Joe Williams. And so until next time, uh, man, God bless you. I'm praying for you. I hope this was helpful for you and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this Leadership Lessons podcast. You can watch all the episodes and get all the show notes at eeleaders.com. If this podcast was a blessing to you, I would love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on social media at eeleaders. You can also help us spread the word by simply writing a review on iTunes or Google Play. My hope for you with this podcast is that it will encourage you and equip you to continue to serve Jesus. Because remember, there's nothing better than doing what God has called you to do.